Welcome to episode 12 of Turn Shit Into Gold after an unplanned four-week break. I didn't even realize that it would be this long of a break, but the whole point of this podcast is for me to be authentic with you and share what's going on with me, what's working for me, what's not. So I'm going to tell you about why this happened. And it started with me realizing that I felt like I was recording an episode every week because I was supposed to record an episode every week. And it's very easy for me to find topics to talk about, especially because I feel like things just happen to me and it's very easy for me to get inspiration from my daily life. But I just didn't like the energy that I felt like it was creating for me to have that expectation of putting out an episode every Tuesday because sometimes it would be Monday and I would be thinking, okay, what has happened in the past week that I could turn into an episode instead of like, especially the first time I recorded an episode, I was feeling like, oh my gosh, I need to sit down and tell people this right now. Also, my dishwasher is going and I'm not sure if you'll be able to hear this in the background, but I'm just going to roll with it because it shouldn't be this loud the whole time. So hopefully it's not too bad, but this is also real life. And I currently don't edit my podcast. So what you hear each time I put out an episode is just completely raw, real, exactly how it stumbled out of my mouth. So I first recorded the initial episode of my podcast from an extremely inspired place and feeling like, oh my gosh, I have to record an episode about this right now. I have to tell people this right now. That's the energy that I like to create things in and share things with you. It's the same thing with my Instagram or with TikTok. I like to post things from this place of, oh my gosh, I have to share this right now because people need to hear this. It helped me. I want to share it. It's just on my heart right now to share. I don't ever want it to be coming from a place of feeling like I need to do this right now. And I'm trying to remember... I think it was maybe a week or two before the last episode that I recorded, I took a three-day break from posting on Instagram because I was starting to feel like I was getting in that mode a little bit with Instagram, not necessarily with feed posts, but more so with stories of feeling like I need to share something in my story every day because these are kind of rules that you get told you need to follow if you own a business and you are in the online space at all. You need to show up every day. And I do agree that you need to have some level of consistency with things because if you are not consistent, it might be hard for people to build a relationship with you, build trust in you, connect with you, all of those things. But I don't think that there need to be any hard and fast rules. And I think there are some people who do really well having rules like that for themselves and they work really well with a lot of structure. I know a lot of people love having a content calendar and maybe they'll create a 30-day content calendar before each month and that's just what works really well for them. That does not work well for me. Just the type of person that I am, I don't like it. That makes me feel restricted instead of empowered. It's empowering for other people to have that plan, but it's not for me and it's okay that everybody is different and the goal is to figure out what works for you. So for me, what works best is for me to share 
in the moment when I'm feeling inspired and when I feel like I want to share something. And sometimes it happens really randomly. Like this morning, I went for a walk to grab coffee and go visit my little turtle friends at the park. And as I was starting on my walk, I felt like setting the intention to invite my spirit guides to join me in the walk and thanked them for everything that they do for me. And then I also invited my inner child. And I just wanted her to be present and feel included and invited on this walk. And the second that I invited her, she reminded me of a magnolia tree that I had seen a couple weeks ago that I had actually posted when I was a kid. I would have climbed the shit out of this tree. And it was like, she was like, hey, you invited me on this walk. We're going to climb the shit out of this tree today. So I got my coffee and then I climbed that tree and then I realized oh, a lot of people aren't connected to their inner child and don't even really realize that they have an inner child. I want to post something about this. So I made some little videos of the tree and me in the tree, and I ended up sharing that content because that was something that was just really, you know, on my heart to share or I felt inspired to share and wanted to share in that moment. And uh, today, all of a sudden, I felt like, okay, I have something to say. There's something that I need to share. I need to record a podcast episode today. So I'm doing it. And it's Wednesday, not Tuesday. And I'm not going to wait to put it out. I'm just going to put it out when I'm done with it. Just upload it and let it be what it is and trust that everything is happening when it's supposed to happen. And that's the way that I prefer to live life because one, it's just what actually works for me personally. And then two, it feels more magical that way. And life feels more fun when I'm just allowing myself to be inspired and take steps when I'm feeling inspired and not necessarily have a full plan, but just trust that it's all working out and follow the one next right step. That's when things have gone the best in my life, when I've surrendered control of what the plan is and I've just decided to show up when I'm feeling called to and when I'm feeling inspired to. And part of what has helped me get back into this place is doing a little Gene Keys read. I shouldn't call it a little read. It was it was a big one, a 90-minute Gene Keys read with Kylie. And I will try to remember to put her Instagram in the show notes. If I don't, feel free to DM me on Instagram and tell me to put it in the show notes and I can get it updated. But Kylie, I know from before and she does human design stuff. And I felt like I wanted a human design read to make sure that when I am showing up on social media, especially if I am talking about any of my services or courses that I have, that I'm talking about it and marketing in line with my human design. And I felt inspired to do this because I was in a marketing class and I was starting to feel like there were all these rules. And even though Hillary, who taught the course, tells us to do things our way. It's still sometimes when I'm, you know, hearing people teach things a certain way and I know that it worked for them and I know that it is kind of like the traditional way. Well, her way isn't necessarily what's most traditional, but it's what should be more of the modern traditional. It would work probably for most people to do things in her exact way. But it just felt like certain aspects of it, I knew I'm not supposed to do it this way. Or she's saying not to do this, and I know I should do this. 
type of vibe. So I felt like it would be really beneficial to me to do another human design read because I had one done in December of 2020, but that was before I started working with a mentor one-on-one training my intuitive abilities and really building my intuitive healing business. And before I I had signed up for my Reiki class, but I had not done the Reiki class yet. So I wasn't an energy healer in any way at the time. And I wasn't even thinking that I was going to necessarily be an energy healer. I thought I was going to use that as part of the financial coaching business that I had just launched. So it was like I was an entirely different person and had a different mindset at the time of that read. And I just felt like I needed an updated one. So I booked a session with her. And then she asked me before the session, did you want to do human designer gene keys? And I said, what's gene keys? I've never heard of that. And I love to learn new things. I love diving into new things. When my former coworker told me about human design, it was like all I wanted to do for a couple weeks was just dive into my chart and learn more about that. So I was very excited to find out that there was another thing like that out there, another way that I could get to know myself better and use that to help me live in alignment with my most authentic self. So I did this Gene Keys read with her and it was amazing. I felt like it was easier for me to apply that to what I'm doing than it was when I got my human design read before. But also I got that human design read two months into deciding to launch a financial coaching business. And I've been doing the intuitive healing for almost a year and a half. So it's definitely different. I'm probably more clear on a lot of things in this business than I was in the other one. But I found it so helpful. And there were some questions that she asked me for me to reflect on and just things that she pointed out to me about how I it is really important for me to do things my own way and it is important for me to break the rules. And even though I know these things consciously, sometimes it just is nice to hear that confirmation from another person that this is the way that it's supposed to be. This is what you're supposed to do. So I did that read It was amazing and it helped me get more clear on what I want to be more focused on with my business right now. And I realized that the thing that lights me up the most, that makes me the most happy, is helping people with rewiring their limiting beliefs, being able to shift their energy, and just helping them transform their lives and create a life that they didn't think that they could have and a life of more magic, which Technically, that is what I was doing before, but I sat down to think about what is the way that I can do this that would be the best use of my energy. And that's the part that was lacking before. I wasn't looking at it from a what's going to be the best use of my energy standpoint. I had started to shift into trying to figure out what my people want to sign up for trying to make it work because the longer that it's been since I've quit my nine to five job, the more I'm like, oh my God, this is all up to me. I have to make things happen. What can I offer that people will sign up for? And again, that's not the energy that I want to be creating in. I don't want to be creating from a place of, I have to do this to make sure that I have enough money coming in and I can pay my bills. That's not, that's not a good energy. 
the energy that I want to be in is, oh my gosh, these things changed my life. I know they'll change your life. I want to help you. I know these things will help you. Let's freaking do this. So when I thought about it, I realized that I for sure love working with people one-on-one and in smaller groups. And the smaller groups are Honestly, I don't even know which I love more, the one-on-one or the smaller groups, because one-on-one, we definitely get to go deeper. But in the groups, it's really cool to see how people are mirroring each other and going through the same thing. And I love being able to connect people with each other and see how big of an impact that makes for them, being able to be connected with each other. So it's kind of a toss-up on that for me. And then also, I had my Alignment Academy course that I created last fall. And I had originally created it with like what I decided were the eight most impactful tools that I'd been using to create the situation that I was in. And I felt like that was a good number, a good length of time for a class. That was something that I could handle at that time. But now it's also been a few months or several months since I initially created that course. And I've done more one-on-one coaching with people and done more individual reads for people. I've done some workshops and I just feel like I have an even better idea of what people really need, what they would benefit from, and also, of course, what they want. (laughs) And I felt like it was time to expand my Alignment Academy course. And I wanted to make it something that would be like, you just need to buy this one thing from me and you'll be good to go and give you all of my tools. And there are also some tools in there that aren't even necessarily technically energy work or brain rewiring. They're a little more tangible related to money stuff, but they are things that I have implemented in my life and seen a huge change in my financial life from using them. And I've recommended them to clients in one-on-one sessions, and I felt like they have their place there. So I will be talking about the energy side of money as well. And money actually does love it when you have a plan for it. So that's part of why I'm going to be including some of these things in that course. But deciding I'm going to just put everything into expanding this course right now, felt so freeing. It felt so good. It made me so excited because it made me really think about what your life would look like if you signed up for this course and did this now 16-week course, which I'm also adding a Facebook group to. So there can be some meeting of each other, cheering each other on, asking questions, getting answers in as close to real time as possible. And just really building a community around this course as well. And it's so exciting to think about how your life could change from having access to these tools and having someone there to answer your questions. I'm also going to do a Q&A call at the end just for any final questions and a little bit more of a personal touch to it. And then have the option to do group coaching or one-on-one coaching with it. But the spots for those will be limited so I can provide a good space for people. But realizing this was such a game changer for me. 
And I was so excited. And I'm still going to be doing my monthly membership because that's a really great place for people to get started with this stuff. And it's the same types of tools. It's just in a more bite-sized format for people who are starting to explore this. And then there are Q&A calls with that as well to build community and have a little bit more help with reframing things because helping people, ooh, don't know what's going on with my voice there. (laughs) Um, Helping people with reframing their limiting beliefs is just like my favorite thing. I love it. I love it. I love seeing your face when you realize it. And I love hearing what you decide to do or what you shift and what you create after having that perspective shift. So those are the things that I'm mainly focusing on. You can still book an individual read with me or hour-long healing session if you want to, but I will, especially come July, I will have less availability for that because I'm going to be just really focused on these couple of things. So that is what I've been more focused on for the last few weeks. I've been doing a lot of reflecting and writing down. I love making lists. So I was listing out the different tools and lessons that I've learned how to apply them to different areas of life and really figuring out what do I want the structure of this course to be? How do I want it? Do I want to have a lot in it? Do I want to try to keep it to one thing per week because I don't want to overwhelm you? And I think I'm finding a good balance of that where I will feel really good about handing you the keys to the course and letting you go through it one week at a time with maybe a little bit more in some weeks than others to just really give you all the tools that you need to start to be more confident in yourself, move forward on things that you've been stuck on, release things and say goodbye to whether it's relationships that are no longer serving you. doesn't have to be romantic either or job situations habits, mindsets. It's time to release that stuff that no longer serves you and make changes, incremental changes every day to completely change your life. And it works. I did it. A year ago, I was working a nine to five and had just barely started this business. And now I've been doing just this for eight months, almost nine months. And I am just so much happier. I feel so much more fulfilled. And you can have that too, whatever that looks like for you. It doesn't have to mean quitting your nine to five. If you have a nine to five that you absolutely love, you can keep that. It's about you figuring out what is actually in alignment with you and what you truly desire that you maybe aren't admitting to yourself that you desire because you don't feel fully worthy of it or you don't think it would be possible for you to do but realizing that you actually can create it and you are worthy of it and also breaking it down a little bit so that it's just one easy step at a time. Because I think what holds us back sometimes is thinking that it needs to be this one big thing. And it's not. It's one step at a time. Your entire life is created by you making choices That's all you do all day long. You make choice after choice after choice after choice. 
And those choices add up to create your life. You choose what you eat. You choose what you wear. You choose whether or not you work out. You choose what type of workout you do. You choose how long you work out. You choose whether or not you do your hair. You choose who you give your time and energy to. You choose who you don't give your time and energy to. You choose whether or not you try new things. You choose the music you listen to. You choose the shows or movies you watch. You choose how much time you spend on it. You make all these choices that you don't even realize you're making and they create your life. So these tools that are in the course are going to help you shift and change your life. And also I have posted some of these tools on my Instagram. So I'm not gatekeeping. In fact, I've talked about some of them in my podcast episode too. I just want to make that clear. I'm not trying to hold these back and not let you have them. I posted some of them in my story last night. In fact, I'm always sharing them, but this course is a container for you to make a huge transformation in a four-month period of time. And I did not realize that I was going to end up going on this little rant right now about this course and what I'm doing, but I did because I'm very excited about it. So if you're still here, thank you for still being here. I will shift gears now. Also, if you are looking forward to signing up for that, doors will officially open on June 1st to enroll for it. And the first module will be available on June 24th. But if you're on my email list, you will be getting an opportunity for a special offer on Monday. I'm going to be sending that out on Monday to my email list. So if you happen to listen to this before Monday, the, what is it, the 23rd, I think? Yes. If you listen to this before Monday, May 23rd, 2022, and you are planning to take this course, get on my email list if you're not already on it, so you don't miss out on that. Now, shifting back to rule breaking, (laughs) I am going to be also spending time every day or for sure every week figuring out how I can break more rules (laughs) and what the rules are that I've been following that I didn't realize I was following that are no longer serving me. Because We currently live in a society that is made up of all of these collective agreements that we don't even realize that we get to opt out of. And I see it all the time on social media where people are giving their power away to these agreements that we've made without realizing that you can actually separate yourself from that at any time. And if you've never read the book, The Four Agreements, I would highly recommend that book It actually starts out talking about these agreements and about how you should make four agreements with yourself instead. So the book is called The Four Agreements. It's by Don Miguel Ruiz. And the four, I'm like, let me see if I can remember them. The four agreements are be impeccable with your word, which is a lot about self-talk, how you're speaking to yourself. Don't take things personally never make assumptions, and always do your best with the realization that your best today and your best tomorrow are not the same. So it's essentially don't be hard on yourself on your rough days, but also do your best and show up to the best of your ability 
on that day. And one of the things that I think I talked about in a podcast episode that is a lesson in my Alignment Academy course is what I call reflections, which is that people are mirroring things to you that are within you. So if somebody says something to you and you get triggered by it, you shouldn't take it personally. However, that is an invitation for you to look within and see what within you is wounded that this is showing you or what within you needs to be shifted because you are being hard on yourself in a certain area. So I feel like I take that a step further, but those agreements are great agreements to make with yourself and take your power back. Realize that you have so much power in this world and you don't have to wait for someone else to do something in order for you to change it. And another example of this is even my boyfriend had sent me a YouTube video recently about how the Phoenix area is growing in temperature. It's getting hotter in Phoenix. And there are certain neighborhoods that are hotter than other neighborhoods. And those neighborhoods happen to correlate with poverty levels. So the neighborhoods that have less money are the neighborhoods that are hotter. And in this YouTube video, it got into what the cause of that is. And there are less trees in those neighborhoods and trees help keep things cool. Part of why there are less trees are because the people who live there maybe can't afford to water those trees and can't afford to plant new trees, buy new trees, things like that. And I felt like, okay, there are so many different things that we could do as a solution to this. So I just took it upon myself to start to think about what those could be and ways that we could fix this and not relying on other people, not especially not relying on the government. I feel like a lot of people are waiting for the government to fix things for you and news flash, in case you haven't noticed, the government does not do a very good job of fixing our problems. They've been aware that the FDA had to shut down a plant that was making baby formula for months. It was like four months ago, three or four months ago that they had to shut it down. And they're just now really attempting to do things to change that and make baby formula accessible to families. So if you wait for the government to make a solution and just sit here and say, what is the White House doing about this? You are wasting your energy and your emotions and your thoughts. There are things that we can do. There are solutions that we can come up with on our own. And that baby formula one is a different one that I have not sat down to try to solve yet. So don't come at me about that one. But with the trees and the rising temperatures in Arizona, I thought about it for not even that long of time. And I realized that there would be some relatively, I will say relatively easy steps that could be taken there. Like having people donate and sponsor a tree, which would involve just finding, I mean, the crowdsourcing that happens on social media is insane. You can make a TikTok that goes viral. And if you have a GoFundMe set up, and are just ready to go when it goes viral, 
you could be set so quickly. So somebody could just start to post TikToks about what's happening in the Phoenix areas area and people who care about people and people who care about climate change will probably feel inclined to donate to this, knowing that it's going towards these causes. It's going to be used in this way. It's going to help. And obviously to put an actual plan in place and move forward, it would involve a little more research and finding out, okay, what is the cost of a tree? What is the cost of watering a tree for a year, for example, and then figuring out the full budget of what needs to happen here. But it also, like that would not be difficult at all. And that type of thing is basically what my boyfriend does for work. He works in management consulting. So he's helping companies figure stuff like this out all the time and doing all sorts of math. (laughs) So we could, especially together, we could pretty quickly figure out a solution for this and get started getting trees planted. Part of it is getting trees in people's yards for them so that their yards are more protected. And then part of it is having trees along some of the main roads so that people can walk in a shaded area or wait for public transportation in a shaded area because they also don't have shelters at a lot of the bus stops. And then I also thought about the idea of installing solar panels. And that would again be something where, of course, we would need to get donations for the solar panels themselves. But having solar panels can offset electricity costs. And because there's so much sun in the Phoenix area, that could help lower. I mean, if businesses installed solar panels, that would free up a lot of money in their budget. And lots of people are looking for tax breaks. And if we have a nonprofit started for this whole venture, then everyone who's willing to donate to this, whether businesses or individual people, they can have a write-off on their taxes. People love that. So that would help the cause. We could work on getting some solar panels installed to lower electric bills, to free up a little more money for the water bill to keep these trees alive. And then I also had the idea of installing rain barrels to collect the rainwater, which Phoenix does not get a lot of. It sounds like it's about nine inches a year, but that would still be free water that can be collected in a barrel to then be used to water these trees. So this is just an example where you can sit down and think about things and rather than giving your power away and expecting the government to fix this problem for you, you can just decide to take it upon yourself to find a solution and find the people who can help you with that solution. Because do I have all the money to get all these trees and get them the water that they need for a year, for example? No, I do not. But do I know people who have a bit of a following on social media who might be willing to post something for this cause? I do. Yes, I do. Do I have my own social media that I could post on? Yes. Yes, I do. So it's possible to put together plans like this and change things and make things better for the world, be of service to other people and have fun doing with it. Have fun doing it. And you'll probably make new connections while doing it with other people who care about the same things as you. So just, you know, expand your mind and break the rules. Figure out what you get excited about, angry about, sad about, 
and then create something, create a plan, find a way to make a difference in that area. And it doesn't have to be something that becomes your career, but it also can be if you want it to be. So I hope that this has inspired you at least a little bit. If you want to chat with me about this Phoenix lack of tree problem, feel free to DM me. I'm on Instagram at it's Kristen Hope. That is I-T-S-K-R-I-S-T-I-N-H-O-P-E. I would love to chat with you. And I think that's all I really have to share today. That feels like a good place to end for me. So this is also a shorter episode than I normally do, but that felt like a rule that I wanted to break, even though it wasn't an actual rule. I just feel like right now, I don't want to necessarily do anything that's expected. I just want to do whatever I feel like doing. And I hope you do a little bit of that too, if it feels good to you. So thank you once again, if you are still here listening and you can check out some of the different things that I talked about in the link in my bio and DM me about those trees. I love you.